Hello and once again to Hello Hello Hangouts. I am your host Edwin, and with me as always in the fabulous whereby machine is my co-host Pam. Mabuhai. Today, it might be we might actually end in time this time. Hopefully, we'll um, see. We'll, we'll see. see. We always say that, and it always goes longer. But we will see. As long as we end up and. You know, within an hour, I think right. we ended in time. So, we don't want to take a whole lot of time to tell you what's going on in the Philippines, what's going on here in the Filipino community, and in a new temporary thing, um, we have a lot to talk about when it comes to the Olympics, and there's a lot of news. <laughs> It's exciting news. It's happy news in a world that uh, could use some happy news. Right. Um, <laughs> especially what's going on in the country of the Philippines when it comes to COVID. But yes. let's uh, let's sit down and get your uh, get your halo halo, your little you uh, your drinks. Halo, halo. Your hollow hollow or whatever. And just hang out with us. Exactly. Just chill. So, Edwin, how are you loving this the mm. lovely weather we're having? Or or should I say okay. the lovely air? <laughs> Here's the thing, okay? I know that there are states, Oregon, Washington, California, and in the country of the Northwest Canada that has legalized marijuana, but Please don't send that smoke <laughs> over here. As much as you're huffing and puffing. I don't think <laughs> that's the type of smoke that's coming No, it's in. not. It's all the forest fires. Oh my gosh. It but looks it, like it looks like Manila outside right now. Okay, you said it. I didn't. I know. But I'm just gonna say it right now. If anybody's been to Manila, you know what I'm talking about. Right? If you're like I walking was, down, yeah. you know. In I was like, City. This, is, this is the most orange I've seen Minnesota. It's very. I was it's driving, I was driving to work this morning, and I took 35W going south. I was on my way to Richfield, and I could not see any of the lights that were flashing in this in the in the Minneapolis skyline. I could not see like I could barely see the buildings. Terrible. It was bad. Like, Everyone, like all my coworkers, were like complaining. Oh, I've never seen this, like, low quality air ever. And I'm like, I have not here, but I have in other this, in other cities. This this really smells like Manila. <laughs> Actually, Manila is more of like a a scent, like a like an aromatic scent of <laughs> of diesel, and not yeah, biodiesel. <laughs> it's just that was that was missing. Yeah, just a little aerobags and, and like you know, like a lack of catalytic converters. Yeah. You know? <laughs> no, I'm not saying that that's better. I'm just saying that you know, it reminds us of something. It, it reminds us of something. I <laughs> it know. reminds us of something. It didn't Have help. You... It didn't help. What was it? A couple days ago, where it was like hot and humid outside, and it was smoky. <laughs> I was you like, know, oh, this feels like home. <laughs> us Minnesotans, as Minnesotans, we always have to make some comment about the weather, whether if it's complaining or <laughs> it's either you love it or you hate it. There's like it no did, in I, between. I didn't mind. I mean, I was just like, yeah, this is uh, starting to feel like the Philippines for some reason. <laughs> I will admit, though, that even though the smell, the smell was kind of, you know, you know, it was a smoky yeah uh, scent but at the same time i was like i want to eat breathe more easily yeah. <laughs> that's the well, problem here's a th it was it was missing it was also missing like the dust that comes off from the road you know i don't miss that i don't miss that <laughs> was, i was missing that was that was a, get, that was a little element that was missing too i get but. i get that <laughs> for one day and that is when the day that i go to the renaissance festival <laughs> yeah that's that right there i i it oh it's one of those things where where i don't like going to the renaissance festival because 
number one, it's usually happening when it's so hot and humid outside. Number two, it's just dust everywhere. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but some of the food there is a bit questionable. And <laughs> I always go there for the turkey legs and the soup, like the bread but soup bowls. Those are the two that I always get. And and maybe ice cream. That those are maybe the ice, only. Oh, I always get the ice cream. No, I also so, get a adult beverage yeah, too. But. It's so hot. <laughs> but I just yeah. And the thing water. is, and the thing is too, like the the shops are cool. The shops are you know you go there, but I have I've never been with a party that actually bought like a sword or oh, a thing. Yeah. Like it's always like these. It's just. Every time I go there, I just like, wow, everything is so expensive around here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I go there because people I know are in shows. So yeah, I, 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 had I basically go there and just chill. And you, they're they're usually fun. Oh, yeah. uh, the shows are. Um, and if I get something, it's something within my budget, like yeah. incense sticks. Um, that's pretty much all I can afford. But it's mostly food. <laughs> I I I'm, I mostly spur splurge on the food and tips for the entertainers that's about it <laughs> the thing that the only thing i ever bought at the renaissance festival was a quill that stopped working like within a day and that thing cost me like 20 bucks <laughs> i was like so mad. like did it break or something no it just stopped working like huh. i was writing with it one time and all of a sudden it just stopped working so i was like pounded it on the table and it right right <laughs> Wrote for a little bit more, and then it stopped working again. It was. It felt like I was actually using an actual quill because I had to pound it on the table, right, and it would stop working. So I, I had to pound it on the table again, like I was putting it in a in a, an inkwell, and <laughs> start writing it again. It was the most annoying okay. thing. Okay, note to self: don't buy Edwin any more quills. He's had bad luck with them. <laughs> so, speaking of spending money, um, we will we will um. I at least once this once this episode is out, it's already said and done. But I just want to let you know that this Sunday I plan on be going to the Carinderia at the Philippine Center. Yes. So <laughs> you're gonna have to. I I can't go. Unfortunately, I've already made like I I don't have a weekend next weekend. So I gotta do whatever I'm doing next weekend. This weekend. Gotcha. Because I've got like all these weddings I have to go to because everybody postponed all their weddings last year. Right. So, yeah, <laughs> I get it. So I'm uh so I gotta like do everything I was planning to do this weekend and fortunately Pam's gonna go to that Garandaria thing, so she... Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say if you if anyone's interested, please look for me, but once this once this episode is posted it's already said and done. <laughs> I might, but I, might. I will. Rep I will report my findings in the next yeah. episode. <laughs> um. Yeah. It's that's. Um. I mean, I've been meaning to go on one of these things, but I wish they would have it like a little bit more often. I and mean, I thought help. it was supposed to be like first Sunday of each month, but. Oh, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Um. I get these notifications on Facebook, and that's about the only way that oh. I get these. I this this is through um this is through PCM, the Philippine Center of Minnesota. Mm -hmm. So they don't really have if they have a newsletter. I haven't signed up for it yet. Um, the PCM is a little bit mysterious to me because isn't it through <laughs> FMA? It's through all the organizations. Oh, all of them. Okay. Yeah, like there's a representative for the PCM in each organization because we all like. I think it was like back in like 2003 or 2004 when this whole thing came up. Like I remember going to a PCM meeting or like the start of it because at that point we were still trying to find a building. Mm. So, I'm kind of like, I know it's not like. This building belongs to the FMA, or this building belongs to the CSFA. It wasn't like that. It was most like, hey, this group can't really afford it, but if we all pitched in together, <laughs> you know, and sort of like saying, you know, just like saying kumbaya, we can probably get a building. Because <laughs> there's, 
I mean, you can't throw a... I mean, you can't throw a dead cat without hitting a Filipino real estate person, so it's kind of like... <laughs> there's a lot of people in the Philippine community around here that's in real estate. I mean, I could name, you know, I could name a bunch right now in my head. <laughs> so, anyways. I, I don't have those connections yet, but I am working, I'm working towards it. <laughs> I used to work for one. I used to work for a... For a for a Philippine a Filipino real estate agent, I used to go to houses and take pictures and and make brochures and stuff like that. It was <laughs> it was a very interesting job. <laughs> Just one of many Edwin's like <laughs> stepping stone. <laughs> yes, of becoming a podcaster. Uh, <laughs> you went very far. You went very far. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, I think. Uh, locally, the only thing that I can share at this moment is the CSFA uh, family campout that is going on um, August 13th through August 15th. Um, you have to bring your own uh, drinks, uh, camping equipment, and yep. a potluck dish to share. There's going to be games, karaoke, of course, karaoke. Yep. Bingo, a movie, bonfire. Um, if you want more information, check out the CSFA's Facebook. Um, under their events, they will have more information to it and the person to contact. If anyone's interested, that'll be it's fun. Always, it's always and a I good time. And I sincerely hope the air is cleared out by then. Oh, I hope so too. <laughs> I don't think they can even. I don't think. How are, I? I didn't think you could have bonfires. Oh, good point. Good point. That's the thing. Yeah, Minnesota has, it has been a burning restriction, drought. like a really bad burning restriction. This has been one interesting summer, let's yes. just say. It's I've never I don't think I've ever remembered Minnesota ever experiencing a drought. If there was any nineteen eighty eight was the worst one. See, there you go. I was like <laughs> three years old. Nineteen eighty eight was pretty know. bad. <laughs> um but that was a long, long time ago, and I lived in, I, I was a little kid too. But um, you know, the news the news keeps touting that it's like we haven't seen this since 1988. You know, it's like, and they're like putting up like figures from 1988 compared to now. You know, it's like we're almost there. Like that's a good thing, <laughs> you know. And it's it's uh, it's it is dry, and I'm glad that I set up a you know, rain barrel catchment system because at least my, f my plants are okay. I mean, I've seen my other, my oh, neighbor's plants and they're all it, looking really still, bad. Do you still have water in the, in the barrel? Yes, I do. I actually okay, do. Good. I'm good. running out, but I do. I got like, hey. one more, <laughs> I got like about 60 gallons left and that's about it. <laughs> yeah. So this is, yeah. So, but, Enough of that. So Enough the campout's happening. Yeah, so <laughs> campout's happening. We're in a weather drought and something very unlikely in the Philippines to ever happen because every single time I go there, it's always raining and the raining. The season. Oh my gosh, it rains over there. If nobody, if you've ever been to the Philippines during like the, the what the wet season, like between, when is it? Like around March, March and... Yeah, probably like around like December through through August. It like rains every single day. And floods happen. Like I still remember, you know, like Davao City was a river and we got stuck at a Starbucks. Cuz it was it was because there was just like least... hey, look, the river showed up. <laughs> You know, and it's like this <laughs> high flowing river of water that used to be like the main drag is now full <laughs> of water. So we're just, you know, you're just sitting there and you can see like these motorcycle, these motorcycles, like, I don't know, like they're, I guess they're, yeah, I've done this before, you know, and they're like, it's nothing. <laughs> yeah, this is nothing, you know, like whatever, you know, and then they have like, eight people on that motorcycle and they're going down the river like they're fording the river with with their motorcycles and jeep music like trying to get through it it's like the modern version of Oregon Trail yeah. 
Yeah. That's it's Ford, the river with a Ford motorcycle. It's insane. I think they have that book. <laughs> it is insane. I just remember that because I've never seen any once you see something like that, you'll never forget it. Like you just you're sitting at a Starbucks and just wa- watching, you know, the Starbucks haven't have like Riverside property now. And I like I like I like how <laughs> you're like, oh yeah, we were stuck in a Starbucks. <laughs> Weird. Hey, at least you had food and drink right there. Yeah, that's true. We had, but I wasn't planning on like sleeping at the Starbucks. Oh, did you end up sleeping there? Because well, I was, I was, I was like dozing off, and I think I probably did sleep because we didn't get out of there till like, like what was it, like one o'clock in the morning or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> one o'clock in the morning. And because we had to wait until the, you know, the water receded, you know, so that was the, that was like, that was the most rain I've ever seen. And I wish some of that rain would come here in the Minnesota because quite honestly, we need it. Yeah, so, we do. And it was just like randomly rain at night. Like you could be, you could be just standing, you know, you could just be sitting in the porch, you know, and all of a sudden. Thunder, thunder. <laughs> and it just rains. And it's like, where the heck did that come from? And here's I my mean, here's my favorite. If you live in the rural areas in the Philippines, this is my favorite. You'll okay. see freaking like butt naked humans taking a shower. Why on not? On the streets. Because <laughs> why not? And that's exactly what I saw. Just enjoying the rain. And all of a sudden I see kids. Like. Just cannon bombing into like. Like they're like like running around butt naked with soap. Pond. (laughs) So. I guess it's a thing. You know. (laughs) It's a whole different country. Right. I mean you see that here in the United States. And someone's going to jail. So. I mean, that's basically it. <laughs> do what the Romans do, I guess. Yeah. Um, Speaking of Philippines, do you have any news regarding yes. what's going oh, on? Oh, yeah. Here's the thing. Remember that time when, when during the Trump administration, like something happened with the Philippines and Trump, and Duterte like kicked all the military people out of the Philippines from the United States? Happened like. I want to say it was like second year of the Trump administration or something like that. Well, here's okay. the thing. So there was this huge thing in, in, uh, Duterte was threatening to like cancel like visa reciprocity with the United States around that time. Mm. Well, now according to, um, news sources like the AP and several of the ones in the Philippines, Philippines and the United States are best buddies again. So they are the military pact between the Philippines and the U.S. military are A-OK. So they can resume, you know, they can fly the military, you know, the U.S. back to the Philippines and occupy whatever and do military exercises. Yay. Because, you know, the, the Philippines is having these issues with China with the South China Sea, um, you know, like they're building like islands apparently and encroaching they're, on the Philippine Philippine sovereignty. They're building islands? Yeah. <laughs> like they built like an airport. <laughs> huh. And and in the and they're building I mean there's there's um there's also islands there in the South Side Sea that were that belonged to the Philippines, but China just went over there and just claimed it for themselves. Like, you know, hmm. European explorers discovering America type thing. You know, <laughs> it was just like, you know, planted their flag and says, "I proclaim this land, China," and the Philippines one isn't having it, but. Um, hopefully something happens because that's kind of, you know, like, come on. I mean, I can't just say I discovered your stereo and claim it, you know. You just can't do that. (laughs) So, anyways, 
So we're best buds again. Philippines and the Philippines are best buds again. So, uh... That's good. Be that as May. Um... <laughs> and then... Th what's that? Oh, no. Continue. Okay. Um... And then this will take us to what's happening in the Olympics. Because that is news, news, news right now. Cool. So, Pam, what happened in the Olympics? I don't know. You know, for for me, because um, for okay. personal reasons, I, I'm, not really, I'm not really watching the Olympics. Um, the main reason is because I can't get regular television where I live. I live far. Um, Pam is on know. the booties. So. <laughs> and I don't know if there are any streaming. I haven't tried uh, Peacock yet. But um, but yeah, I was like, okay, well, I'm pretty sure that if something big happens, I'll probably, you know, get my get my news through social media. Because that's where I get all my news. The cool thing nowadays. about, the cool thing, I, kind of, I was kind of saving this for, for, the, for the Olympics. Because... Mm -hmm. I got Peacock for free. Cool. And I got Sling for free. Is it like a free trial? <laughs> free trials. Yep. Free trials. Ah, okay. For how long? Yay. Is it a full month or? Uh, Peacock is for a month and, Pe and Sling is like... Sling is like two weeks. See, so. I, tried, I tried doing that whole free trial with the YouTube with um, the... Um, the Super Bowl. Yep. And the whole entire thing was just, even for a free trial, I didn't think it was worth it. I mean, sure, yay, I I watched football again, but it was the, I it was like, was it really worth it? I think. <laughs> I don't know. I think it, it. I mean, I don't watch sports. Anybody who knows me, I, I I can't watch the Super Bowl. Like it bores the crap out of me. I'm sorry. I know there's like sports fans that like listen to the show. Uh, I just can't do it. Like, like uh, you know, I've been invited to like watch like Premier League and you know and FIFA World Cup that sort of thing for soccer mm -hmm. and Super Bowl for American football. And I even went. I even went. The only the last time I watched a baseball game was because we got. Me and several other people at my work got free tickets for box seats at the Twins game, like, like the the posh the bourgeois seats with Ooh. catering that sort of thing. And okay. That was the only time I went to to the Target Field, and guess what? I was more interested in the food than the game itself. I was about to say so. I think the only time that I'm actually you could actually find me at a Super Bowl party is because there was really good food there. Yeah, because I used to, and I think the reason why I, I wanted to try it this year, or recently, uh, to try to watch the Super Bowl was probably because I was in another mental state because pandemic. Yeah, and during the pandemic, you just want to try something like totally not you. So yeah. I was like, okay, let's watch the Super Bowl. What did I take anything from it? Not really. Yeah. Probably, you, or probably the halftime show. The halftime show was decent, I think. I can't even tell you who was playing on the Super Bowl last this year. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to tell I you. Think, I think it was the weekend. The I, weekend? Oh, or, I don't know. <laughs> who was it? If anyone knows, uh, please let us know. Cause I See, this is how pathetic I am with sports. But... <laughs> But there are certain sports that I will watch, and one of them happens to be the Olympics. When the Olympics comes rolls around, I watch it because several sports that the Olympics actually cater to, I'm very interested in. One of being is archery, and the other one is skulls or rowing, and... Mm -hmm the triathlon and all these other sports that you never like you know they never air like rugby here you'd have to go to a bar to play to watch rugby and i'll tell you ever since i ever since i i discovered rugby i can never look at football the same way again <laughs> i can't 
I just can't. Okay. Because it's like football, except for they're not wearing any pads and they don't stop. They don't. They they run around for twenty minutes at a time without stopping. That's amazing to me. It's like soccer with tackling. Mm. <laughs> I mean, that's insane. And they get hurt. Like they people go to the hospital. People like if you don't, people pile on each other. And the person on the bottom is like sitting there, like telling everybody to get get off. And <laughs> you know, one of the things about rugby is that when people pile on. You know, out farts a ball on the corner. <laughs> and it's like, then everybody grabs that ball. It's just, it's the most interesting sport I, I, I've ever seen. And, you know, I mean, it's just, these sports to me are like, I wish, you know, they would have a little bit more. But all I see if I ever turn on like ESPN is usually football, basketball, baseball. Right, if, and that's about it. And if sometimes I were to NASCAR. Ever, if I were ever to try to watch like anything dealing with a ball—football, softball, basketball, baseball—I need to go with someone that actually understands the game. Yeah. Because otherwise, I would be the loner, just sitting down throughout the whole entire thing, munching on her own food, and just like, oh, yay. <laughs> I don't even know who to root for. I mean, if it's for a local team, I'll, I I usually just default to that. But it's more like a whole, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I mean, I was rooting for... I don't know, the Olympics is just one of those times where, like, you discover these new sports. And Actually, there there have been uh, some sports that are added. Um, yeah. Surfing um, got added this year. I th- was it skateboarding, too? Yeah, it was skateboarding, there was like street a skateboarding. skateboarding. or whatever. Oh my gosh, I was never, I have never been glued to the TV until like I turned on street skateboarding and these guys are like, like literally like injuring themselves on purpose, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like doing, it's a dangerous doing sport, rail, I mean. yeah, like trying to ride the rails, like doing a flip and like catching the rail. That's insane. Right. And in fact, a... A Filipina was in the women's street. And, and the... <laughs> in the women's skateboarding competition. Oh, cool. Um nice. I forgot her name though, but but she was a Filipina. She was representing the Philippines, which was like a surprise Woo-hoo! to me. It's like, ooh, hello. Something other than boxing, you know? <laughs> and <laughs> you know Well now the big the big news oh the big news the big big news oh the philippines finally got a gold medal after a hundred (laughs) years we got a gold medal the lucky filipina uh hidlin diaz she won olympic gold medal on the the 55 55 kilogram 55 kilogram lift weightlift do you know how much weight she she won it with it was almost uh, 300 pounds. It was like 127. 55 kg. That's the that's the weight that's the weight class. Oh okay. So I don't know. But the she actual... weight she lifted. She lifted 127 kilograms. Jeez. <laughs> you know, and that's a lot. That's like two, almost. That's almost 200. That's almost 300 pounds. It's two point two pounds into one, one kilo, I believe. Nice. So, that's a lot. That is a she lot, could, and I'm pretty she sure could the bench fil- press me. <laughs> she could lift me. <laughs> and she, and she's now carrying the whole Philippine pride. Yeah. On her. It's and. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah. Awesome. I was just reading, like in the AP, they were talking about like what she gets for getting the gold for the Philippines, and I thought it was. To me, I thought it was just like, holy crap! Like talking about you know getting lavish with never-ending fame and fortune. Um. Uh, 
According to the to the Associated Press, Philippine officials and business tycoons have offered more than 40 million pesos, $800,000 in cash to her, right? <laughs> Others have pledged a residential condominium unit in an upscale district, right? I assume it's Manila. Um, a vacation house in a resort city south of Manila. A new van, right? And free gasoline. And as well as free commercial flights for life. That alone is worth its weight in gold. Free commercial flights for life. Nice. Yeah. I mean, that's, to me, like, she'll, and that's not including endorsements, right? She's going to get endorsements up the wall. Yeah, she's going to get a lot of endorsements. Yeah, she's going to get a Nike endorsement. She's going to get whatever equipment, weightlifting equipment brand endorsement that goes to the Philippines. You know, she's going to be traveling, you know, in, you know, all over at least Asia. Right. Right. Because now she's like, she beat the number one person, which is that it was China. China. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone thought that, you know, she wasn't, she wasn't going to win. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, and, China. <laughs> and you know what? I, 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 when I, when I, when I saw that, oh, you can spot all the Filipinos on social media because every Filipino was posting that on their profile. Yeah. We were so proud. Oh, and it's like yes, because it doesn't happen every day. I mean that. No, is, it does not. I mean, uh, ever since okay, the Philippines entered you know first competed in the olympics in 1924 right we have never won a gold medal albeit our our the people who we send there is very minimal like you know when they do the parade of nations and that sort of thing philippines is like one of those like you know like five people (laughs) you know then next thing you know here comes the united states with like 500 people you know, so um yeah i i follow a bunch of filipino twitters and one of them actually had a good point i mean the reason why they have like why us and other other teams like thrive more so than other countries is because they just have better access to yeah to better training centers better coaches better nutrition guides better you know equipment or or whatever Mm -hmm. and i was like well you're not wrong (laughs) oh no they're not wrong i mean it's well i think all of the athletes that have that have maybe not so much of the boxing i mean one of the things that we do have here in the philippines are like boxing trainers you know i mean but it's pretty much like number one sports next to basketball uh where did this gold medal gold medalist train um i want to say in malaysia okay um i'm trying to find it here oh here we go so do we do we do hold on let's see i know i have it here Participation. Okay, so she trained. First of all, here's a thing too. Um, Hidalyn Diaz, she's from the Philippine Air Force. <laughs> she's from the Philippine what? She's she is in the Philippine Air Force. Oh, Air Force. Yeah, oh. she's in the Philippine Air Force. When she got off the plane, and you know, when she got off the plane, because she like went back to the Philippines like pretty much right away after she won. Okay. You know, like the like the top commanders of the Philippine Air Force like went over there and like saluted her. You know. And, oh wow. And yeah, like she had like a like an Air Force like welcoming party type thing before she like got whisked away for seven days to get quarantined quarantine so, yes yeah so okay oh she's from Man- 
Oh, that's cool. She's from is she Mindanao. From Mindanao? Well, ah, she went to cool. school in Mindanao, University of Zamboanga. So, yeah, she's been competing since the 2008 Summer Olympics. She got silver over in Rio. Ah, okay. Yeah, so... Um... So she, yeah, she she was stranded. Okay, so here's a funny story. She, well, not really too funny, but in two, 2019, <laughs> she got she was trained. She trains in Malaysia because you can't. Okay. Yeah, she was training in Malaysia, and she got stranded in 2019. In 20 February 2020, she got stranded in Malaysia due to COVID. She hasn't mm. seen her family since 2019. So she might be. On our way to see her family right now. Probably. Um wow. So yeah, she was, she was uh, training in Kuala Lumpur. That's 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 some homecoming right there. She's like, hi, yeah, no mom, kidding. dad. Long I got time no see. I have a gold medal. See? Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, that's a great. That is great. Congratulations. That is a very good congratulations because and. And you know what? She wasn't the only Filipina that made history. No, she wasn't. There was even Filipina Americans yes. that were that was making news in the one, in one, the American team. One happens to be really good with a sword. So yes, <laughs> in the fencing. Yep. What a was Filipina, her name? Kiefer? A Filipino American named Lee Kiefer. Yeah, Lee Kiefer. Became the first Filipino American to win individual foil gold yes. at the 2021 Olympics. So Yeah. Mm. And, and and can you can, she's even a medical uh she was a medical student too. Yeah. That's that's amazing. Um and I think she. And I, I saw think her, that win. I actually watched that fencing. I didn't know she was Filipino American, but I did watch that. And it's interesting because her husband is also in the medical field. I think. Yeah. And I think he was also competing. I'm not quite sure. Don't quote me on that. But I just find it interesting. Yeah. That you know you would just get married and be like, mm. you would just look up from from your uh, studies and say like, let's go for the Olympics. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's like i mean i golfed in college but <laughs> yay i never went let's go to the olympics <laughs> i won a singing competition are you proud of me yet mom and dad <laughs> <laughs> let's go to the olympics. but yeah i mean i in fact i heard about that win first before the uh the Hidalin Diaz win. Yeah. And I, I thought that, you know, oh, this is as good as it gets for the Philippine community. No. So here's the thing. We've we won silver. We won silver and bronze many a times. Yeah. Mainly for boxing. Right. Right. But you know, it's that was like people expected that we would win gold for boxing sometime. We get really, really close. There was, we never, this thing sort of like came out of left field. You know, 55 kilogram, you know, women's weightlifting. Nope. I mean, when you think of the Philippines, don't really think about weightlifting. No. And, you know, it, at least I don't, but. Like, it, I would think that, like, I don't know, like diving maybe or swimming. Something. Yeah. We do have a swimmer in the in our in the Philippine team. I do know that there are there's a Filipino um in the gymnastics. Yes. Um and I'm like, yay, all oh, these Filipinos. But <laughs> and I'm not watching. <laughs> oh. Watch it. I might be a jinx. So Yeah, I'm watching it. I'm actually I'm I'm waiting for the, the athletics. Because I think we have like three people in the athletics competitions, which is like, when you think, okay, Phil, Olympic athletics is like traditional Olympics, like track and field and shot put and pole vault, those kind of things, right? Mm -hmm. the, the running in the field competitions. And we have three of them, three Filipinos, 
in that um, group, <laughs> Christina Marie Knott is one of them. And hmm. let's see, Ernest John Obien Obiena is one of them. And oh, maybe we only have two. Okay, so it's just two. That's okay. <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean we're. Uh, I want to see that. Um, we have several people. Um, in uh, let's see, Margaline Didal was in the skateboarding. Um. Elreen and Ando was actually in weightlifting as well, along with Hiddle and Diaz. Nice. So, Kurt Brian Barbosa is in Taekwondo. Um, Luke Gebby is in swimming. Um, we have like 19 people in the roster for the Philippines, which is, I think, the largest I've seen thus far for the Philippines. We also have a golfer. Yuka Sasso is in the golfing competitions. <laughs> For the Philippines? Yeah. Ah, interesting. <laughs> so it's um it's it's nice to see more Filipinos getting involved in actually qualifying for the Olympics because it actually makes me you know it's it makes me proud to be a Filipino that we're getting you know we have such a Recognized. small yeah, we have such a small roster and we're actually winning medals. You know. That's and awesome. Gold. That's 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 amazing. Like like the percentage of wins versus how many people actually are in your roster. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's pretty good. So, and also another thing. I mean, as a Minnesotan, we also made headlines too for the American team. Yes, Ooh, but yes, Sunisa uh, Sunisa Lee, I think is the name. Sunisa yep. Lee. She's not Filipina, but she is Asian American. And from and a Minnesotan, yep. And she won gold in um, individual gymnastics. gymnastics. Yeah, gymnastics. Yes. Yeah, she was. In I was actually watching one TikTok on her one of her um, routines. Mm -hmm. I think it was the uneven bars. I was like, wow. <laughs> I always get. I always. I I am very impressed with gymnasts. I. I. I Every time I watch, every time I watch gymnastics competitions, especially the ones in the Olympics, you know, it yeah. just takes me back to the gymnastics section of gym class in elementary school, and staring at like the uneven bars and the parallel bars. Oh, and I'm I sitting was... there going like, how, how, how? I, I was already intimidated <laughs> by just the bar. Just the one bar. Yeah. And I was like, okay, now walk on it. And I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, how? <laughs> no, I was can I was I, more interested you... of like jumping up and down on the, the pole wall. Can you please the... can you please hold my hand? <laughs> <laughs> I just I'm just so amazed. You know, like so when I hear like, you know, people you know, like you know, like you know, like Simone Biles and all these other gymnasts, the one in, and the one in, you know from Minnesota. Yeah, it amazes me. Like I'm just like that to me. And then you got the guys, right? And those guys are freaking buff. Are you talking about the gymnastics? <laughs> yeah, still. Yeah, like the men's gymnastics. Oh, yeah. yeah, they're freaking buff. Like those. Well, Those are the gotta, guys that goes on American Ninja after their one gymnastics. They go on American Ninja <laughs> and they do the same thing. Probably. And but this time, you know, this time they go across rather than just be stationary at a single thing. Like yeah. seriously, it's like, how do you do that? Like I would, just like trying to grab the rings would make me pull a muscle or cramp, and I'm done. You know? Well, that's a, well, that's the thing. I mean. <laughs> With all these stunts and routines that they're doing, it's so easy for a muscle to pull or yeah. a tendon to break or whatever. It's more like, ah, oh my god, ooh, <laughs> yeah. I hope you don't fall. <laughs> yeah, and they fall, and you fall wrong. It's a bad day. Yep, <laughs> that is a yep. really bad I day. I can only imagine the amount of pain that yeah, you know, yeah, I they mean, would have to go through. So, I was there's a lot. There's a lot of proud moments right there as 
a Minnesotan, as a Filipino American, and as much as I the country of the Philippines. Yeah, as much as I thought they should have canceled or not canceled, but postponed again the the, the the you know the the Olympics. I mean, come on, it's. I don't know if anybody's heard, but Japan's getting another like another wave, not a surge, but it's another wave, and Tokyo is getting another wave. For you know, I mean, it doesn't take you know, <laughs> doesn't you know, doesn't take to notice what's going on over there, Olympics. But yeah, I couldn't understand why they couldn't cancel it any longer. But you know, it's so hard to gauge. It's like to cancel it again or to keep it going right you know and that's i mean i wouldn't want to have to make that decision you know with with how much the olympics costs alone for the economy of the jap of japan and how much it costs everybody in the in who's involved with the olympics how much it costs how much you know how much it costs to just postpone it for themselves right right so it's a tough thing but i mean there's some good that's coming out of the olympics this year you know and there's some you know not always good sometimes it's bad i mean there's controversies with 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 the olympics i completely understand that yeah you know so but there are some good um and i don't know hey philippines keep winning there's like a billion boxers on your team, <laughs> right? Nestle Patricio, come on, Carlo pa- Alam, come on. I'm, I am kind, I am really rooting for uh, the um, the gymnast. Yeah, the Filipino gymnast. I, I hope he does see well. Gold. I want to see gold for boxing. Come on, Manny Pacquiao is from the Philippines. Go for boxing. <laughs> Like it's our it's our national sport. It's like baseball for the, for for the United States. Box is pretty much our national sport. This point. See that? See that something? <laughs> see that's something that I can easily understand. All I gotta do is just punch your opponent <laughs> until they're no longer standing. Yeah. I'm like punch your opponent easily. in the face until he he drops. I know it's more easily. complicated than that. You know, you don't have to email me. <laughs> <laughs> but that one, yeah, I could I could probably uh, watch. So, yeah. So, um, good luck to so the other, uh, the other uh, athletes. Yep. We're rooting for you. Yep. I'm rooting for you. And you spirit. know what? Good job getting the, to the Olympics. You know, if you don't win a medal, at going to the Olympics is something. Like, like if I if I end up going to the Olympics, that right there is something because right. it is hard to get in the Olympics. Yeah. So, so congratulations for all y'all Filipinos who made it. For whatever country that you that you're representing, good job. You know you're, you know you're doing your your heritage proud. So that's awesome. So Pinoy pride. <laughs> yeah. So let's get uh, let's move on. Um, what else are we talking about today? Uh, we've got. We will wrap up. With uh, something local that we tried, oh, that we yeah. always wanted to, we always said that we will eventually try this place. Yes, and we have. We so we stepped out into the sun slash smoke, and hey, it wasn't smoky that time. It was <laughs> was it not sunny? Smoky that time? Yes, oh. but I don't think it was a smoke, not as smoky as it was these past. <laughs> days it was insane so we went out to we went to the saint paul side of the cities we went at university avenue um to manila sizzling walk and grill yes and we finally went and i gotta tell you it's my favorite restaurant now i would have to agree it is my favorite restaurant why don't you give your view first, and then okay. I'll give mine. So, if you haven't heard our show, um, Dungeons, Dinings, and Dorks, um, in our last episode, we give like sort of like a full-on 
rating and review of it but we wanted to also mention it here on this show for obvious reasons right vanilla walk filipino restaurant it is one of two at least i know of one of two bona fide filipino restaurants in the twin cities I would like to say currently because currently. I feel that there is room for more. Oh, <laughs> there oh there's plenty of room for more. There's room for more. Yeah, and there's plenty of room in, in Coon Rapids for more. Hint, hint. And <laughs> so in the Prairie. Hint, hint. Yes. <laughs> so, um, my, uh, I got to tell you, it is the closest thing I ever came to from actually eating, like, what I remember growing up as Filipino food. Mm-hmm. Right? So, a couple of things that we ate. Um, I ate the the lechon, right? And I ate the sisig and the kare-kare. And we also had the pancit bihon. Yep. Um, and the uh, lumpia. Yep. And I think that's what... All- all nope, I had. Well, but you guys had some some other. We ones. had adobo. You had adobo. Yeah, and I believe that was all the that was all that was being served. Really, we were yeah. like, "Come on!" <laughs> and we've got and there's 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 something for that too. There's something to be said about that. But I gotta tell you, it was the closest thing to what I. If I go to a family party, a family get together, and there's Filipino food on the table. Mm-hmm. That was the closest thing. Yes. Like, closest thing. It was authentic. And it wasn't trying to be, like, all, like, all fusion or all, you know, like, this is a new take on whatever. Right? Right. Right. It was straight up, this is how... My mom made it, and this is how I make it, and this is how we do it. If we were, you know, if I was cooking for, you know, for my own family, this is how I'd make it. That's what it was. It was, it was as Filipino in the cities as you can get. And I gotta tell you, if you have never tasted Filipino food, if you have never tasted, you know, like wondering what Filipino food is all about. With all of the, with all of the, like, you know, like, the, you know, safety net, <laughs> right? right? Yeah. This is the place to go. This is, like, where you would go. This is where Filipinos would go eat, right? I agree. And the thing is, is that it's a mom and pop place. It's a small little place, right? Yep. It really reminds me of a carinderia from the Philippines what a carinderia would be here in the United States you know yeah and it's sort of set up that way um and the food it's just excellent like I I I uh I'll go there again definitely I'll bring my friends there I'll bring my you know in fact, um, my wife and I are planning because my my father in law's in town. We're gonna we're gonna bring him there. You're you're going to. Oh yeah. Nice. We're gonna bring him there because that's as cl- close to Filipino food as possible without me having to cook it. <laughs> that's awesome. And so it's it is something. What did you think about it, Pam? <laughs> How did I think about it? Um. You pretty much uh, nailed nailed all the very major points on it. Um, I would say that the only complaint that I think all of us wanted was better parking. But the thing is, yeah. though, it's very hard to insert a parking lot where it is. It is it's, University F. It's University F. It's, it's a very busy street. Yeah. It's just going to be very hard to. But aside from that, I mean, um, what I, I think, 
I think the major takeaway that I got from it, other than the delicious food, was that whole connection between you as a customer and yes. whoever is behind the counter. Yes. Um, was the person behind the counter the owner? I would assume. Yeah, he was. was. I th he was okay. the owner. And mind you, there is no menu when you walk in. There were screens up, but they were turned off. Um. It was interesting why he turned them off. They, uh, <laughs> um, it's it, it's very different from other restaurants. Yeah. Let's just put it that way. Um, he doesn't post a menu online because if he felt that if he did, he wouldn't be able to meet the high demand yeah. that it would the, incur. The thing about that restaurant is that he he cooks the menu changes so that yeah. he cooks whatever he can get in terms of like what proteins he can get what vegetables he can get it's a very like it's it's very like like what i would picture like a farm to table restaurant would be yes you know very like much so. the menu reflects on what's available in terms of the stuff that he can get right right so that day that we went was Pork, lechon, right? Chicken. Mm -hmm. And then... So he made things based on that. And he will tell you, like... You know, it was kind of funny. When I went up there and I asked, you know, I was like, Oh, do you have, you know, like... Are you guys, you know, guys like, just, you know, like, closing for the day and there's not enough room? Like, he was like, no, no, no. I I'll cook whatever, you know, like, I'll... I'll I'm, I'm, he was like, I'm planning to cook A, B, and C... Like, mm -hmm. you know, and then he just like sat there and he just stood there and like spouted out like, you know, like the combinations and whatever you want to get and you'll, you'll cook. You and know? The best part and is, <laughs> is that you don't have to know, you know, what a, what the John or Pansi. Yeah, he'll tell you is. what it is. He will tell you what, like, what type of noodles they are, yeah. what type of meats is there what type of yeah. vegetables how it's cooked and everything and he's very detailed on it and and i kind of i kind of like that yeah um because it's exactly how it would be in a philippine household yes yeah. it's, it's just like this is what i got i'm and these are the these are your choices yeah. what are you in the mood for that kind yeah. of thing and, like, one well, thing about and I'll be like, well, dad. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's exactly right. You know, like when I was growing up, you know, there's always food on the table. It's always different. Whatever it's whatever happens to be that day and that sort of thing. But the thing is, like, even in a garden area, you know, sometimes, you know, in the garden area, it'll change. Yeah. You know, in the Philippines. So you go to a garden area and like, they'll have like signature, you know, like, I always make adobo or whatever, but sometimes they'll make another thing or sometimes they'll make, you know, like, like other different things. Right. right? So when you go to our Candiria in the Philippines, you know, like these side street, like mom and pop, like eat eating areas, that's nothing but a table and plastic chairs. And then there just has to be a table with a hot bar. Right. That's what it yeah. was. That's what that's what it is, and I ju I was just like, this is what it would be like if Carnivores was a thing in the United States. This is what it would be like right there. <laughs> so pretty much, um, you did mention that this is one of two of the Philippine no restaurants yes. that we know of that's in the Twin Cities. Yep. I'm pretty sure if there's any more, please let us know. Yeah. So um, the other one that we're talking about is a poise. The other one that we're talking apples. about is a boy. And yeah. you and I were talking about this, I think in the other podcast too, where, you know, a poi and Manila walk, they're, they're, they they're both so, serve Filipino foods, but they are different. They're different. A poi is more, more, more like Philippine fusion. fusions. You would yeah. take a, like a friend there that is very like, well, I don't know about Filipino food. It's something. Yeah. It's kind of safe. Oh, it's safe. It's 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 <laughs> it's more aesthetically pleasing, yeah. let's say. Um. Yeah, it's very trendy. It's very South Minneapolis, like Eat Street. And, you know, and we're not saying thing. that it's bad. No, it's they're good in their no. own way. Yeah. But, if I were, you know, if I were yeah. to take like 
if I were to take like like if I were gonna go to lunch with like with like people from my work. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's never tasted Filipino food. I take them to a poise. Right? Yeah. Or if you're trying to impress a or trying to impress high taste or something. Yeah, something <laughs> with high taste and like introduce them slowly to Filipino food. Yeah. I take them to a poise. But if someone tells me I want to taste Filipino food, like genuine, like you don't care like, about what it looks yeah, like. Yeah, like I want to taste like the real deal. Like if I went to the Philippines, this is what the, you know they put in front of me. Let's go to Manila Walk. Yep. There was a, there wouldn't even be a question. Let's just go to Manila Walk. And I re <laughs> I didn't I didn't realize bakare kare means stew, right? Yeah, it's stew. It doesn't necessarily mean with beef because that's what I've been. Uh, that's what my mom usually cooks with, with usually yeah. with an oxtail. Um, well, kind of can be like with chicken, but it could be with any with type anything. of protein. Yeah, that's what I learned uh, because the guy at Manila Walk, uh, he was like, "Well, I have I usually have three types of kare kare. There's one yeah. with beef, the other with pork, and the other with I forgot what was it like a veggie or chicken? I don't know. I yeah. don't remember. But anyway, we had we had I tried the pork and that was like. Yeah, that was something <laughs> different, and I actually liked it. Like it was, I yeah. liked it. Like I was like, we ate everything. Yeah, we ate everything. Yeah. My stomach um, hated me for it because I was just so full. Oh. I wanted to eat more. I oh, like, <laughs> I thought like, it was like, okay. no, my it was like it was like, no, it was like you should stop. You should. I I know I should stop. <laughs> I know I should stop eating. Right. I know that I'm full. I'm already satisfied a long time ago, but Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I I actually ordered the kareka to go and I'm actually glad that I did because um kareka is my favorite. My favorite Filipino food. Whenever my mom would cook it, it would be absolutely the greatest feeling ever. Yeah. And it's been a while since I had kareka, but since it, it was actually cooked by a Filipino um person and it was in a different way it was new to me but yet so so similar at the same time oh i got so emotional yeah <laughs> I started crying i'm like oh because it just hit me that this is the type of food that my parents are eating in the philippines this is the type of environment where they're ordering the food from this is the yeah from the people that are there they are cooking that type of food over there for my parents right now, and it just made me miss my parents. <laughs> yeah, it's it's something. I just it's just um, yeah, just go, do yourself a favor. If you're listening to this, obviously you're either Filipino or you know a Filipino, or you are, you know, you're you know exploring like the Filipino you know like culture and stuff like that. If you're in the Twin Cities. Do yourself a favor and go. And it's not even that expensive. That no, was it was impressive. really reasonable. It was really right. reasonable. It was cheaper than a poise, that's for sure. <laughs> like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. And like all that goodness, all that food that we ate, right? Mm -hmm. Plus tip, 32 bucks. Yep. 32 yep. bucks. Like seriously, like I could spend like... I've spent more in the Philippines from <laughs> in the Philippines in this posh place in the Philippines that with that same amount of food, and I wouldn't take it back. Like I would, this was be this was good. Like, go, just go. <laughs> Anyways, um, we're running. Yeah, out. just oh, go ahead. Just just, uh, just let just let uh, all the listeners know. I think the latest that they close is like seven, seven o'clock. So don't yeah. don't wait. I mean, go straight there after yeah. work. It's a get it, it to go. It's a and... mostly like lunch place, right? It's pretty small. It's yeah. small. It's like a lunch. It's a lunch kind of place, but I mean, they don't have that many people working there. I mean, he needs help, obviously. <laughs> like he needs, you know, like well, he got so overwhelmed when people started showing up. It's still brand new. <laughs> Yeah. I think once once he gets more, you know, revenue in, yeah. he'll probably hire more and probably yeah. 
get more help. Support your local Filipino restaurant. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, oh, yeah, it's great. on University Avenue. It's between Dale and it's right. It's almost oh, right across the street from the Filipino store. Yes, I noticed that. So just go. It's up, there. Just go University Avenue. Yeah. You'll park your car somewhere and just walk park. It. Yeah, park your car somewhere. Because you're or gonna need train. it after you ate all the food. <laughs> take the light rail. The light rail or goes light, right, right to it. There. Yeah, there you go. There it is. So there, problem Doing solved. Doing yourself a favor. Yay! Yay! Let's do it. Um. Anyways, that's Manila Walk. That's our review. It's great. It's the one. It's it's my favorite restaurant now. Thanks, it Evan. is my I'm favorite hungry. restaurant. <laughs> now I'm hungry. <laughs> so, um, anyways, so th that's all the time we have. We are running a little late again, obviously. Um, <laughs> but that's all the time we have. And I am going to do this right now. And hopefully this is the right button. Yes, it is. So... <laughs> Thank you for hanging out with us. My name is Edwin, and we are. You can find me on T Cities Edwin on Twitter. You can also find me at DIY Edwin on Instagram, and you can also email us at hollowhollowhangouts at gmail.com or go to Legend Creators. Legend Creators is our studio. And legendcreators.com, you can drop us a line there in the comment section, and we will read it. Um, if you do find another Filipino restaurant that we have not heard about, <laughs> please tell us, preferably in the seven-county metro area of the Twin Cities. Yes. And Hamburg. And... <laughs> I am in this... <laughs> um... My name is Pam. You can also find me on Twitter at PandaCatDragon1. Um, you can also find me on Instagram, um, also at PandaCatDragon. I am also in charge of the Facebook page for Legend Creators. You could drop us a line there, too. And make sure you like, comment, subscribe, share. Yes. Comment, like, and subscribe. We like comment, likers, and subscribers. Yes. But we also like pe other people who... Who are thinking about comment, liking, and subscribing? And I hope you do comment, like, and subscribe. Comment, like, and subscribe. Get the hint. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So that's it for episode sixteen of Hollow Hollow Hangouts. Mabuhai. Mabuhai. <laughs>